Welcome to another episode of Successfully Live. I'm Adam O'Donnell, the co-founder of Successfully. Today, I'm super excited to be here with John Deering. Thank you so much for your time. Thanks for having me, Adam. Definitely. So John is the uh, Director of Account-Based Marketing Technology and Strategy at Demandbase. We're actually in their office in the Rolling Stone conference room. I don't know if you can tell behind us. <laughs> but uh, today we're going to be talking about the alignment between marketing and customer success. Like I, we, We've been doing a series recently where we're talking to more marketing about customer success and how they should be aligning. So if, if you could just kind of first tell some examples that y'all have done here at Demandbase, we can just start with that. We first started working on this a, a couple of years ago because um, you hear a lot these days about sales and marketing alignment, but what you don't hear as much about is, is you know, customer success and marketing alignment. But really the concepts are, are very much the same, but I think just more vision has been applied to the front side of the house and, and the back side. So uh, about two years ago, we really started getting into this and figuring out, you know, what do we need to do to get these two departments aligned? Um, and the first really just started with communication. So making sure that we were a part of our customer success team meetings, we were there representing what was going on in marketing uh, and making sure they were aware so that when they went into client calls and client interactions, they weren't kind of blindsided with, hey, I just got an invite to this. And they say, what, what was that? I've never heard of that, right? So we wanna make them seem as informed as possible when they're out meeting with our clients. Um, then as we kind of got a little, you know, flexed that muscle and got a little better at that, we started to think about how we could apply technology and marketing programs and things like that behind it. So one of the first ones we did was, was actually an onboarding program for our, our new customers where we kind of set the stage for the first 90 days for them and said, you know, welcome, here's the information you need to get going. Here's, you know, your CSM, meet them, some information about them to help them kind of build a, a more one-to-one -one relationship as, as opposed to just my account wrap over at demand base. But Hi, I'm John. I'm your CSM. I like long walks on the beaches and, uh, you know, all that kind of stuff so that they can start to develop that more personal relationship and really start to focus on the success versus, you know, just the kind of typical vendor relationships that can sometimes exist, the walls that come up and things like that. So um, and, and so really that helped to, to engage the clients and help to really uh, expedite their onboarding, making sure they had all the resources. And again, they were hitting the benchmarks they needed to get the technology stu stood up and, uh, you know, evaluating performance and all, all the mechanisms in place to understand if they were getting success out of our products. Very interesting. So who on your marketing team was tasked with going to work with customer success to build that? So we actually have a, a customer marketing manager. So they were the, the primary driver of that. Um, certainly there are other stakeholders involved, certainly the CSM team and their management to, to say, you know, here's what we believe to be the proper steps for onboarding. Here are the messages we want to communicate. Here are some of the, the key milestones that we need to make sure they're hitting. And here are some of the potential challenges that we're seeing that maybe we can alleviate with some of that, that messaging, right? So, oh, I never saw that email that has, you know, the instructions, right? Well, let's make sure they're getting that. Um, if they didn't open that email, let's hold off a week and resend it again before we move them to the next step. So, we took a lot of information or the customer success manager took a lot of information in from the success team and said, you know, here's what we believe to be the, the right messages and let's go and implement that and, and figure out how to automate that so that, you know, as a month ends or a new customer or a quarter ends, a new customer comes on board, we can just implement them, get them into the program and get that going easily. How did you justify just marketing spending time on that? Because at the end of the day, yeah, it's like great for the customers, but but why marketing? Why marketing? Simply because most CSMs uh, don't have the specific skill set nor the technologies to to do that type of stuff, right? That is a marketer's role, right? So 
if we just rely on the CSM to come up with that stuff, you know, maybe some of the best are going to figure that stuff out on their own and track it and really drive it. But the majority of them probably aren't. And quite frankly, that's not necessarily their core responsibility. So that's the importance of, you know, CSMs and marketing working together because we both have specialized jobs and they need to work in, in congruence in order to reach that, that end goal, which is, you know, ultimately uh, um, reducing attrition and probably growing the lifetime value of, of our customers. So some of the analysis we did early on in our account-based marketing practice was to look at the adoption across different product suites and say, you know, what's the sweet spot to, to drive um, retention? Which products have higher attrition rates, which don't? Um, where do we see attrition rates drop off when there's a certain volume of products adopted so that we can focus on the clients that maybe haven't hit that threshold and try to get them to it? And those that are there focus with different initiatives, right? So ultimately, we're measuring it by looking at, um, you know, reducing attrition or, or retention rates and then the growth of that account over time. Uh, but we have to take those, those segments separately and address their individual use cases in order to reach those goals. That makes sense. Is there anything around ROI that you could really attribute to your, like the thing that this has made the biggest impact on in terms of business outcomes? Probably the communication and alignment between the teams so that um, we are addressing their pain points, taking in their feedback and then delivering programs that, that are addressing those challenges. It's probably the, the biggest thing. Um, how we apply different technologies or, or different campaigns is probably less of a driver of that. Um, uniquely to our business is you know, it's not a scenario where you can run an email marketing campaign and all of a sudden they're going to buy new products, right? Their adoption of new products is going to be derived based upon the pain points within their business and their growth pattern and their growth trajectories. So it's, it's identifying those accounts and having the CSMs communicate back and say, here's a set of accounts that we know are ripe for, you know, this new product. So let's go launch a campaign to them and see what we can do to, to at least make them aware and then get the CSMs as they're going into meetings to start to kind of sell that concept or, or pour a little salt on that wound so they start to see more value and why they should be considering adoption of that product line. That's great. So you're taking those ABM principles and applying them to your existing customers. Yeah, absolutely. And you know, a lot of what we hear about in account-based marketing today is around net, net new logo acquisition, but it certainly applies on the customer side of the house as well. You know, it's really just about a specific set of accounts and how we need to market them for a specific business purpose. What is the customer success manager actually giving to marketing? Are they giving like customer success qualified leads or like how, how have you kind of had that conversation with, hey, if you see this in a customer, then give that, then throw that over the fence. Unfortunately, what we haven't done is fully automated this from a digital perspective. Um, we're still, I think, operating in, in a bit of an ad hoc scenario. Um, but typically what happens in our conversations with CSMs is they say, hey, we have several accounts coming up this quarter. Um, we're a little worried. Um, typically, attrition for us is tied to executive management turnover or stakeholder turnover. So a lot of times what they'll say is, hey, you know, we have a set of accounts we're kind of worried about. And so they'll ask marketing to try to come up with some ideas of what we can do. And it could be anything from a specific program type, or maybe we go in on a one-to-one -one scenario and design a custom workshop for them to re-educate those, those new stakeholders, right? The ones that were there before have, have you know, they saw success in ABM and, and value in us, and that's why we were doing business together. The new ones may not be as familiar, so we need to bring them up to speed with not only the strategy, but the products, you know, how they're being used internally and how they can get value out of them so that they can continue to use them. Um, so how do we measure ROI on that? You know, that's still a little loose. I think we probably look at, did they attrit or did they stick with us? Did, you know, were, were we able to expand their footprint of products um, and, you know, the lifetime value of that customer? 
Um, so they're, they're still a little, uh, you know, uh, they don't have deep attribution from that perspective the way we do on, on the new business side of the house. But um, we're really looking at it from the performance of are we helping them to keep clients and making clients happy? I want to ask a tough question because it's like marketing, you only have so much time. You have so much pressure to generate new pipeline. Like what percentage of your of your team is allocated to current customers? Because I, I imagine it's not a huge amount. Yeah, that, that's correct. So our marketing team is roughly about 20 people across the whole team. That's executive product, demand gen, field, web, advertising, digital, and customer marketing. So we do have, we do have one customer marketing manager. So you could ratios 5%, right? Um, so, you know, it's their sole job to focus on, on the customers. Now, other field or demand gen programs, um, be they, you know, more generic workshops that are in high value cities or webinars or content assets, things like that. Those are still all being promoted to our customers just as informational resources and opportunities. Um, but, you know, the, so a customer might get included in that campaign as a default, but then we have other programs that are specific just to customers. So, Newsletters with offers, um, our our annual trade show, or our annual show, which is coming up, the uh, ABM Innovation Summit. We have tracks specifically for customers, and we have customers talking on specific tracks, which are telling, uh, you know, the hows of ABM. So that's a great way uh, to really uh, evangelize our customers and help them go to market and show how they've been successful, not only in ABM but also using our products. So that actually helps strengthen those relationships as well, right? If we have a customer who's successful, is out there talking about how they're executing ABM and using our products to do so, you know, the likelihood of them attriting is, is lower. It makes those conversations easier. So as part of the, the marketing programs, you know, our newsletter, we're saying, hey, you know, sign up to, uh, to receive an award or to speak at our conference or, you know, to speak at our workshops or to speak at other trade shows or to do a case study, you know, these types of things that the customer marketers do. Um, and then that helps us really expand the story and take more stories to our customers. You know, customer A did it this way. Have you looked at doing it that way? So we can use that information then to help them be more successful using the strategy and our products that may, you know, maybe they haven't thought about those ways before. I mean, it's just customer advocacy. Yeah. Yeah. Do you, is, do you have anyone on your, one of, uh, of your team of 20 that are focused on customer advocacy or is that that same person? That is that same person. Yeah. So they, they take on, uh, her name is Becky Higgins. So Becky <laughs> take on, takes on uh, advocacy as well as any programs related to them. And then is again, our liaison between the department. So as we're working on, you know, the onboarding programs and um, evolutionizing those and, and evolving them as, as um, needs change. So she's kind of our, our crux point between the two departments. Are you growing in this? Are you trying to hire more people in this? Or are you still trying to figure out the real, like the ROI? We made great strides on the sales and marketing side, the new business development side. And now what we're doing is trying to take what we learned over there and apply it to the marketing uh, and success management side of the house as well. So yeah, I think we're still dabbling around with the, with the proper attribution metrics. Um, we're definitely seeing it have an impact. Uh, we have a new strategic team that helps um, work with customers and figure out how help them figure out how to get more value to, to our products. So they have kind of evolved our onboarding story for the first and taken it to the first year. So now that's rolling back to saying, you know, what kind of programs, what kind of awareness, what kind of messaging can we put in market that helps enforce what they're doing and support that so that we have broad awareness uh, across the account of what we're doing. Um, and, you know, for example, if we do have stakeholder turnover in the middle of the year, that marketing message is still hitting that account in those new stakeholders. So they're at least aware of what we're trying to achieve within that time period. So that even if we do have that turnover, we can hit the ground running. You know, we're not stuck with the mud and just, you know, pedaling back and trying to say, okay, we need to reset the baselines and start over. 
you know, we have some of that stuff in play and they can be aware of that and, and know what our objectives are as, as partners. You mentioned stakeholder turnover. Do you like how do you work with customer success on that? Do you have ways of triggering that ahead of time or, or is customer success kind of letting you know? Um, so I imagine that's probably a challenge for most companies, especially in, you know, mid-market enterprise sales models and B2B, right? Um, so historically, it's, it's been a CSM come to marketing and say, we need to figure out a way to try to work within this account. And that usually happens after they've kind of thought through or tried all their plays on that account. And they say, okay, we need to up-level it. Uh, we need either, you know, strategists or marketer to come in and, and help talk to these companies and see if we can we can drum anything up. And whether that's the re-education of the stakeholders or, you know, we need to figure out what their next move is so that we can we can deliver value. Um, so that's been the model in which we we have been operating till till today and, and will be for the the near future. But we are in the process of modeling out some of that information um, to make sure we have uh, deeper representation across the entire account of not only our buyer team. Um, but our influencer team, right? So that if it is three stakeholders that turn over and there are other uh, members of that team that are aware of us, but maybe we haven't been working uh, working with directly, we can still communicate with them um, in terms of our, our marketing message, our priorities, and still can maybe lean on them to say, hey, it looks like there's been some shakeup. Um, you know, what's going on? You know, can you help us get meetings? Or um, is there any information that can help us, you know, get this thing back on track? Um, and some of the other things we're doing, and we're doing this on the, the um, new business side of the house as well, is trying to automate the, um, the identification and acquisition of, of those uh, buyer teams so that we have those, we can equally segment those across all different systems, be it you know, our CRM or our CSM management tool, which is called Gainsight, all the way over to marketing automation um, into you know, even our demand-based platform and how we're doing things uh, with our tools. And, one of the cool things that we have in terms of our account-based advertising product is the way that we target companies actually uh, eliminates that need to worry about stakeholder, stakeholder turnover. So some products allow you to target by first-party data. So if they're in your CRM system, you got them, but you have this new stakeholder who comes on board, you may not have them in your CRM system, so you no longer can, can target them. Whereas our advertising product will make sure that that message, that key message for you know that first year of onboarding is always in, in front of them. So, so we've been doing it ad hoc, but we're in the process of building out some some automated ways to identify that, but then we can score against um, those accounts and um, uh, our, our CSM ops, which is a fairly new role, which you don't hear about a lot these days, right? You hear marketing ops and sales ops, but CSM ops uh, is helping to build out that framework with us as well so that we can identify that and create an automated way to say, oh, we need to go get those new stakeholders or, you know, this is at risk. We need to launch this type of campaign to them. This has been incredible. Like, great. thank you so much for Thanks, your time. Adam. Definitely. Another great episode of Successfully Live. <laughs>